As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nazi V2 was a rocket-powered bomb traveling faster than the speed of sound. You couldn't hear it coming. A technological miracle, but a military and economic disaster for Nazi Germany. How did the V2 come into existence, and why were so many of the people it hurt not the people you might expect? Join me, Tim Harford, host of Cautionary Tales, for my gripping mini-series on the V2 rocket, available now. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Jubal Show, on demand. First date follow-up. Who is on the phone today for a first date follow-up? He's getting ghosted by a woman named Jess. And we're going to see if we can help him out. What's up, Drew? How are you? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, uh, so I I went on this first date with uh, this girl, Jess. You know, I, I met her recently, and we went out, and, uh, you know, she told me her she was into basketball. You know, I'm okay. into basketball, so, I was, you know, I wasn't going to take her to the court on the first date. That seems a little <laughs> much. Well, what I did is I took her to an arcade that had, like, you know, they had the basketball hoops there that you could just, like, shoot. Pop a shot? That's I fun. I love yeah. that. We played that. We played a bunch of other games, you know, air hockey and stuff like that. Uh, ended up making out by the motorcycle game you know it was pretty cool <laughs> oh sweet what happened well you know everything was good we you know we ended the night with a few beers and you know some appetizers some wings and stuff like that and I you know end of the night I took her home I walked her to her door door we kissed a little bit more and I thought I had I thought we had a great night she said she had a great night I knew we had a great night and so I was expecting a second date to come around but now yeah, she's not returning my calls or my text messages or anything like that. I don't know. It's been over a week, and I figured, you know, did I do something wrong? Like, I, I yeah. thought we were having a great time, and now I feel like I'm getting ghosted here. Is there anything that could have happened during the date? Like, are you super competitive? I mean, I was like, you know, just joking around and, you know, like screaming airball every time she would throw <laughs> it. But not every time. I mean, at one point, you know, when I was paying the bill, she, I don't know, called me out for leaving a big tip. I don't, I used to, you know, serve in Barton when I was in college. So, you know, when people take good care of me, I take good care of them. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. She, she dropped something like, I, I tip like 30%. And she's like, oh, you're just throwing away money. And though that line was kind of weird to me, kind of off. But I don't know if maybe she's a little conservative with her spendings, but I don't know. I take care of my own. <laughs> that wasn't a red flag to you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, no, I didn't really see it that way, you know, at the moment. I mean, I just thought, you know, okay. she was maybe a little more conservative, but I didn't think any more than that. 
We've heard people not get a call, di- not get a call back when they've been a terrible tipper, yeah. but not for being a good tipper. It's like it's one thing to be stingy and another thing to be over generous, and I feel like I'm right in the, somewhere in the middle. You know, I, I hate to even jump to this conclusion, but the only other thing that ever crosses my mind when you hear about people that did make out on a date and not get a call back, it's like was it something there with the chemistry? Like, were you just not a good kisser? Oh. I know I've said that before, but. <laughs> I've never gotten any complaints on my kissing style. I don't know, maybe I had bad breath or something. I don't know. I, can't, I don't know. I have no idea. So, did she talk to you at all after your date? No, that's the thing is that, like, I haven't been in touch with her since that one date, and which is, like I said, so random and weird to me because I thought we had something. I thought there was a spark. I thought maybe I thought there was chemistry. How long has it been since you talked to her? It's been like a it's been like a week and a half, I guess. So, I mean, if something did come up in her life, I mean, I kind of feel like she'd have a time to deal with it by now and at least return a text or something, you know? Yeah. How many times have you reached out to her? I don't know. Uh, I will text her in the morning, you know, just, you know, a little good morning text, no response. Uh, when I know she's at work and I'm like, hope you're having a good day at work, no response. And then I'll call her, you know, at night, see if, if everything's fine, go straight to voicemail. Drew, you're using like, you're not using past tense words. Are you still texting her that right now, like a week and a half later? Uh, I mean, I've, I've lightened up, but I, okay. I'm still going to reach it out, you know? Okay, good. Have you been texting her every morning and calling her every night? No, no. I'm oh. not trying to be like a creeper like that, but you know, I'm, it's kind of like, hey, thinking about you, kind of shooting it out there, balls in your court, you know? Right. Because okay. she's a baller. Right. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good one. Well, we'll try to figure it out for you, man. We'll play a song, come back, and then call her and see if she'll tell us why she's ghosting you and get you another date if you still want one with your first date follow up, okay? Okay, thank you guys. All right, play a song, come back. Get your first date follow up next. In the middle of your first date follow-up, if you're just joining us, Drew is on the phone, and Drew might not be getting a call back because he's a good tipper. I don't think that's the reason, Drew, but we're about to call the woman that Drew went on a date with named Jess and see why she's ghosting him and see if we can get him another date in just a second. But first, Drew, refresh everybody's memory about your date with Jess. Uh, well, I uh, took her out to a little arcade. We played a little uh, hoops there. Um, we had a great time. Had some <clears throat> beers and food. Did a little makeout sesh. Thought we had a great time. And now I'm being ghosted. <laughs> About to call her right now. Anything else you want to say before we do that, Drew? I hope she... That's a good answer, I guess. <laughs> oh, I hope so, too, for yeah. you, Drew. <laughs> All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call her right now. Here we go. Hi, may I speak to Jess, please? This is she. Jess, how are you? This is, um, my name is Jubal from a radio show called The Jubal Show. Hi, Jess. Hi, radio show. Hi, guys. Oh, hey. Why are you calling me? Oh, my God. I I love this enthusiasm, (laughs) Jess. My name's Nina. I'm the new one. (laughs) Jess, thank you for listening to the show. Appreciate that. Yeah, I'm I'm a little nervous. Why are you calling me? (laughs) I mean, you know the options. It could be a first date follow-up. Are you in a relationship and cheating oh. on someone or think or think that they might be cheating on you? <laughs> no, but no. I did go on a date. <laughs> so it is a first date follow-up, yes. You went on a date with somebody recently oh, and now boy. you're ghosting them. Um, I'm ghosting him. Um, his name is Drew. Yeah. Um, yeah. His name is Drew. We talked to Drew. 
Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy. We went on a date. I had a really good time. I truly did. I really, really did. Um, and he's a really nice guy. But, you know, um, I you know, I could date him. But right now, I'm at the point where, you know, I, I only want to date someone who's going to be the husband. And mm. as, as nice as he was and as much fun as I had, I don't see him as the husband. And and I I don't want him to you know be dating if I if it's not going to be the long term one. But so what about him makes you feel like he's not the one? Because if he's so great, you went on one date, you obviously were attracted to him enough. We heard you guys made out and stuff. Yeah, but you know you have you have friends that you love to death and they're wonderful, but you would never marry them. You know. Sure. So he's one of those. He was a good kisser and all, but it didn't take me, I don't know, it didn't hit me spiritually the place that I, I needed to. So he kissed you like a date and not a husband. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, a lot of people are good kissers. I mean, let's don't, don't get me wrong. He was a really nice guy, but he, he's not the one for me. I can introduce him to somebody because he's a really nice guy. But he's not the one for me. So, Jess, are you going on a lot of these first dates and just, you know, having a great time and, and figuring out that they're not the one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, isn't that the formula? <laughs> you know, yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I could waste his time, his money. I mean, oh, he's a great tipper, too. You know, he's a nice guy and everything. Well, actually, that's another thing. I mean, he, like, totally overtipped. You know, like 30%. And I'm looking for somebody who knows how to manage their money, you know. Oh, <laughs> a husband that's not going to, like, be spending all the money out, you know, when he's away from me. I mean, that's that's a red flag. So you want a husband who's going to tip, like, a standard 18 to 20%? <laughs> no, you know, according to what's, you know. But, I mean, 30%. I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, the service wasn't that amazing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> She's like, tip well, just not too well. Yeah. yeah. Well, Jess, thank you for your honesty. Thank you for listening. Yeah, well, thank you for calling me. Yeah, no I problem. Love your show. Jess, are you forgetting something about the first date follow-ups, though? <laughs> oh, God. No, I don't want another date. I remember. <laughs> not that part. I remember. That part's coming up. That part. There's another part, though. Um... Oh, God, Drew, are you on the phone? <laughs> yes, Drew's on the phone. Oh, no, I forgot that part of it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, when I'm listening, when I'm listening to the show, I'm always like, oh, I hope they don't hear that. Oh, God, I forgot. Well, Hi. it was nice yeah, knowing you, Drew. I hope you find a wonderful person. <laughs> Just right away. I mean, it's like somebody else. You deserve somebody else. I'm not the one for you. You can tell from the phone call. I'm not the one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, starting to, I'm starting to pick that up now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very perceptive. <laughs> How do you feel about just not feeling like you're a husband? Like, I could be hobby material. I am totally hobby yeah. material. Like, I, not for you me, know, but I, you could. Well, we had a good time. Was it because I gave too much money to the server? Or, <laughs> I mean. Oh, Lord. I'm a, <laughs> that was that was something. But, um, you know, come on, guys. 30%. I mean, we have, you know. I'm totally husband material, though. I mean, you just got to get to know me. You know, I'm a nurturer. I'm caring. I'm funny. I'm a good cook. Uh, I'll let you beat me in basketball. Uh, How are you at DIY Project? Next, Drew. <laughs> Everything I own is from Ikea, so I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys think I was too quick, too rash? 
Do you think maybe I should give him a break? Well, I think we were kind of leaning in that direction, Jess. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'd be very hard to tell if somebody is potential long-term boyfriend material or husband material after one date. I'm more interested that it was Ikea that got you to kind of turn around. You're like, oh, hello. <laughs> I mean, I thought we had a good first impression, but if I have to throw in a second impression in there, I'd be more than happy to. I mean, you guys, a date to Ikea is a move. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we could go to Ikea together and I'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I personally, as a dude, I feel like Drew hearing that from you and still trying to convince you to go out with him is husband material. Because I know for me, especially when I was when I was single and I didn't want to get married at all, I'm married now, but that took a long time to get there. And if I was out with someone and I heard them say that, or I went out with someone and I heard them say that, I'd be like, well, cool. I'm not your material. Definitely not. Because I didn't want to get married, you know? Okay, Jubal, I, as a dude, I heard your response, but mm-hmm. can I have a charge response? I don't think a second date would be a bad thing. I agree. <sighs> okay, well, what if what if I'm willing to do one more? Or we give it one more try. Should we give it one more try? <laughs> Jess, would you like to go out on another date with Drew? We'll pay for it. <laughs> Okay, that settles it. Let's go, Drew. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sweet. But this time, Jess, you can't ghost him. You just have to straight up say, I still don't think you're my husband. (laughs) (laughs) We can go. We'll have a great time, but I won't marry you. You, I still don't think you're my husband. (laughs) We can work on them little by little, little by little, baby steps, baby steps. Stay tuned, everybody. (laughs) Check in with us and let us know, Jess. Congratulations, Drew. You got another date, man. Awesome. Thank you, guys. That worked out well. The Jubal Show on demand. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to A Bit of Optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, fellow 20-somethings. It's your girl, Sydney Winter. And guess what? The wait is finally over. Season four of Crying in Public is here, and I'm flying solo for the very first time. That's right. No co-host to rein me in. Just me, myself, and the mic. From relationships to careers and all the awkward encounters in between, we're covering it all. So mark your calendars and set your reminders because Crying in Public is dropping its juiciest season yet. Listen to the new season of Crying in Public on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.